Welcome to A Lamp and a Light. My name is Melissa and glad to be with you here today to read the one-year Bible in the King James Version. Let's just ask the Lord, Lord, please anoint the reading of our word today and be with us. Anoint our ears to hear and our hearts to receive everything that you have for us. We'll give you the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. And the lot of the children of Joseph fell from Jordan by Jericho unto the water of Jericho on the east, to the wilderness that goeth up from Jericho throughout Mount Bethel, and goeth out from Bethel to Luz, and passeth along the borders of Archie to Othroth, and goeth down westward to the coast of Japali, and to the coast of Beth Horon the nether, and to the Gizer, and the goings out thereof are at the sea. So the children of Joseph, Manasseh, and Ephraim took their inheritance. And the border of the children of Ephraim, according to their families, was thus. Even the border of the inheritance on the east side was at the Radar, unto Beth Horon, the upper, and the border went out toward the sea to Mik Mathah on the north side, and the border went about eastward unto Tanath Shiloh, and passed by it on the east of Genoa. And it went down from Genoa to Atharoth, and to Narath, and came to Jericho, and went out at Jordan. The border went out from Tupa westward unto the river Kana, and the goings out thereof were at sea. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Ephraim by the families. And the separate cities of the children of Ephraim were among the inheritance of the children of Manasseh, all cities with their villages. And they drave out the Canaanites that dwelt in Gezar, but the Canaanites dwelt among the Ephraimites unto this day and serve under tribute. There was a lot for the tribe of Manasseh, for he was the firstborn of Joseph, to wit, for Machir, the firstborn of Manasseh, and the father of Gilead, because he was a man of war, therefore he had Gilead and Bashan. There was also a lot for the rest of the children of Manasseh by family, for the children of Abiezar, and for the children of Helak, and for the children of Azrael, and from the children of Shechem, and for the children of Ephephor, and for the children of Shemida, there were the male children of Manasseh, the son of Joseph, by their families. But Zephalod, the son of Hepher, the son of Gilead, the son of Mecher, the son of Manasseh, had no sons but daughters. And there was, and these are the names of his daughters, Mehla, Noah, Hagla, Mekla, and Tirzah. And they came near before Eleazar the priest and before Joshua the son of Nun and before the princes, saying, the Lord commanded Moses to give us an inheritance among our brethren. Therefore, according to the commandment of the Lord, he gave them an inheritance among the brethren of their father. And there fell ten portions to Manasseh beside the land of Gilead and Bashan, which were on the other side, Jordan, because the daughters of Manasseh had an inheritance among his sons, and the rest of Manasseh's sons had the land of Gilead. And the coast of Manasseh was from Esher to Michmathah, that lieth before Shechem, and the border went along on the right hand unto the inhabitants of Entapa. But Manasseh had the land of Tapa, but Patapa on the border of Manasseh belonged to the land of the children of Ephraim. And the coast ascended into the river Cana, southward of the river. These cities of Ephraim are among the cities of Manasseh, and the coast of Manasseh also was on the north side of the river, and the outgoings of it were at the sea. Southward it was Ephraim's, and northward it was Manasseh's, and the sea is his border. And they met together in Asher on the north, and in Ishkar on the east. And Manasseh had 
in Ishkar and in Asher Pithon and her towns and Iblon and their towns and the inhabitants of Dor and her towns and the inhabitants of Endor and her towns and the inhabitants of Tanak and her towns and the inhabitants of Megiddo and her towns, even three countries. Yet the children of Manasseh could not drive out the inhabitants of these cities, but the Canaanites would dwell in their land. Yet it came to pass when the children of Israel were waxing strong that they put the Canaanites to tribute, but did not utterly drive them out. And the children of Joseph spake unto Joshua, saying, Why hast thou given me not but one lot and one portion to inherit, seeing I am a great people for as much as the Lord hath blessed me hitherto? And Joshua answered them, If thou be a great people, then get thee up to the wood country, and cut down for thyself there in the land of the Perizzites of the and of the giants, if Mount Ephraim be too narrow for thee. And the children of Joseph said, The hill is not enough for us, and all the Canaanites that dwell in the land of the valley have chariots of iron, both they who are Beth of Bashan and her towns, and they who are of the valley of Jezreel. And Joseph spake unto the house of Joseph, and even unto Ephraim and Manasseh, saying, Thou art a great people, and hast great power. Thou shalt not have one lot only, but the mountain shall be thine, for it is wood, and thou shalt cut it down, and the outgoings of it shall be thine, for thou shalt drive out the Canaanites, though they be have iron chariots, and though they be strong. And the whole congregation of the children of Israel assembled together at Shiloh, and set up the tabernacle of the congregation there. And the land was subdued before them, and there remained among the children of Israel seven tribes, which had not yet received their inheritance. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, How long are ye slack to go to possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers hath given you? Give out from among you three men for each tribe, and I will send them, and they shall rise and go through the land, and describe it according to the inheritance to them, and they shall come again to me. And they shall divide it into seven parts. Judah shall abide in their coast on the south, and that house of Joseph shall abide in their coast on the north. Ye shall therefore describe the land into seven parts, and bring the description hitherto to me, that I may cast lots for you here before the Lord our God. But the Levites have no part among you, for the priesthood of the Lord is their inheritance. And Gad and Reuben and half the tribe of Manasseh have received their inheritance beyond Jordan on the east, which Moses the servant of the Lord gave them. And the men arose and went away, and Joshua charged them that went to describe the land, saying, Go and walk through the land and describe it, and come again to me, that I make here cast lots for you before the Lord in Shiloh. And the men went and passed through the land and described it by cities into seven parts in a book and came again to Joshua to the host of Shiloh. And Joshua cast lots for them in Shiloh before the Lord. And there Joshua divided the land unto the children of Israel according to their division. And the lot of the tribe of the children of Benjamin came up according to their families, and the coast of their lot came forth between the children of Judah and the children of Joseph. And their border on the north side was from Jordan, and the border went up to the side of Jericho on the north side, and went up from the mountains westward, and the outgoings thereof were at the wilderness of Bethaven. And the border went over through thence toward Luz, to the side of Luz, which is Bethel, southward. And the border descended to Atharoth Adar, near the hill that lieth on the south side of the Nether Betharon. 
and the border was drawn thence and compassed the corner of the sea southward from the hill that lieth before Beth Haran southward, and the goings out thereof were at Kareth Bel, which is Kareth Jerem, the city of the children of Judah. This was the west quarter. And the south quarter was from the end of Kareth Jerem, and the border went out on the west and went out to the well of waters of Niptah. And the border came down to the end of the mountain that lieth before the valley of the son of Hinnom, and which is in the valley of the giants on the north, and descended to the valley of Hinnom, to the side of Jebusi on the south, and descended to Engrogel, and was drawn from the north, and went forth to Enshema, and went forth toward Gilead, which is over against the going of Aduman, and descending to the stone of Bohuan, the son of Reuben, and passed along toward the side over against Araba northward, and went down unto Araba, and the border passed along to the side of Bethogla northward, and the outgoing of the border were at the north bay of the Salt Sea in the south side of Jordan. This was the south coast, and Jordan was the border on its east side, this was the inheritance of the children of Benjamin by the coast thereof round about according to their families. Now the cities of the tribe of the children of Benjamin according to their families were Jericho and Bethhagla and the valley of Kaziz and Betharab and Zimaron and Bethel and Avon and Para and Oprah and Teper Hamani and Ophni and Gaba, twelve cities with their villages, Gibeon and Ramah and Beroth and Mizpah and Chiraha, and Moza, and Regum, and Irpel, and Terelah, and Zela, Elf, and Jebusi, which is Jerusalem, Gibeah, and Kerja, fourteen cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the children of Benjamin according to their families. Luke 19, 1-27 and Jesus entered and passed through Jericho, and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich, and he sought to see Jesus, who was, and could not for the press, because he was of little stature. And he ran before and climbed up in a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, looked up and saw him, and said unto Zacchaeus, Make haste and come down. For today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste, and he came down, and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying, That he was gone to be a guest with a man that was a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house for as much as he is also a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which is lost. And as they heard these things, he added, and spake a parable because he was nigh to Jerusalem, and because they thought that the kingdom of God should immediately appear. He said, therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds, and said unto them, Occupy until I come. But his citizens hated him, and sent a message after him, saying, We will not have this man to reign over us. And it came to pass, 
that when he was returned, having received the kingdom, then he commanded these servants to be called unto him, to whom he had given the money, that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Then came the first, saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained ten pounds. And he said unto him, Well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in very little, have thou authority over ten cities. And the second came, saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained five pounds. And they said, and he said likewise to him, Be thou also over five cities. And another came, saying, Lord, behold, there is thy pound, which I have kept laid up in a napkin, for I feared thee, because thou art an austere man. Thou takest up that thou layest not down, and reapest that thou didst not sow. And he said unto him, O of thine own mouth will I judge thee, thou wicked servant. Thou knewest that I was an austere man, taking that what I, I laid not down, and reaping that I did not sow. Wherefore then gavest not thou my money into the bank, that at my coming I might have required mine own with usury? And he said unto them that stood by, Take from him the pound, and give it to him that hath ten pounds. And they said unto him, Lord, he hath ten pounds. For I say unto you, that unto every one who ha- which hath shall be given, and from him that hath not, even that he hath, shall be taken away from him. But those mine enemies which would not that I should reign over them, bring hither and slay them before me. Psalm 87, 1-7 His foundation is in the holy mountain. The Lord loveth the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. Glorious things are spoken of thee, O city of God, Selah. I will make mention of Rahab and Babylon to them that know me. Behold, Philistia and Tyre, with Ethiopia, this man was born there. And of Zion it shall be said this, and that man was born in her, and the highest himself shall establish her. The Lord shall count when he rideth up the people that this man was born there, Selah, as well as the singers as the players on instruments shall be there. All my springs are in thee. Proverbs thirteen eleven, Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathereth by labor shall increase. In today's reading in the New Testament, we read the story of Zacchaeus, and a lot of us know that story from Sunday school. And it's a pretty short story. Zacchaeus is a tax collector and his fellow Hebrew people despise him. They despise all tax collectors. And for the most part, the tax collectors um, that they dealt with were fellow Hebrews working on behalf of the Roman government. And so the tax collectors were wealthy Hebrew people and they would um, hire other Hebrew people to go out into the villages and be the tough man and collect the taxes. So the people hated them, and they hated that, and they hated that the Hebrew people who were involved because it was like they were taking advantage of their brothers and sisters, and they were doing it for their own gain, and, and they had a lot of gain. The religious leaders considered them sinners, and, they, and why were they sinners? Because they were taking advantage. They were cheating the people and hurting their, their fellow brothers and sisters. And so Zacchaeus was one of those, and he was a wealthy tax collector. 
and he had been at it for a while. He had resources, and but he wanted to see Jesus, and he was short, so all the people were down on the street, and he couldn't see, so he went up into a house, and Jesus comes by, and what happens? Jesus tells him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, because I'm going to your house today. He's going to his house, and Zacchaeus got down, and he gladly went. Uh, he got down from that tree, and it caused an uproar with the people. The people were displeased. The Bible says they murmured and said, he is going to be the ha- the guest of a man that is a sinner. How could he do this? So Jesus is doing these things because the Father has asked him to do it. We know that he does what the, he sees the Father doing, and he does the Father's will. But the people are like, if Jesus was a good man, if Jesus was a godly man, a godly man wouldn't do these things. Godly men wouldn't hang around with the tax collectors or any other sinners. They're making an argument against Jesus, a case against Jesus. They're judging not just Zacchaeus, but even more so they're judging Jesus. And so meanwhile, in Zacchaeus's house, Zacchaeus is saying to Jesus, and I quote from the Gospel of Luke, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. So Jesus said to back to Zacchaeus, This day is salvation come to this house, for so much as he also is a son of Abraham, but the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. What a beautiful story, and it's a story like this one, you know, it's apparent for us to see that where Jesus is, that is where the kingdom of God is. You know, Zacchaeus was being transformed in the presence of Jesus. Just as we've all been transformed in the presence of Jesus, if we've sat in the presence of Jesus. And this story shows us so much more than just that, that we can be transformed in the presence of Jesus. But it shows us so much about the world we live in today and so much about our own hearts because you know so often we um, get ourselves together with the people that think like us and and we all talk the same way think the same way dress the same way and we will make ourselves a group that's against other groups or we're, we're against other people and it's easy for us to get into that position we're like why would Jesus go there? That's a sinner. Why would Jesus do something good for him? That's a sinner. Jesus may touch somebody in one of our services and we're like, why would Jesus do that? That's a sinner. Why would the kingdom show up there? That's a den of sin and iniquity. Well, where else did Jesus ever show, ever show up? I mean, Jesus showed up to reveal his kingdom And he revealed his kingdom in places that were open to his kingdom. The places where people know of their need. It's the same way today. Jesus shows up where people know they need him. And they know they need Jesus. And they're searching. And maybe they're searching because they have been in sin. In the bondage of sin so much. You know, it's easy when we're not in the bondage of sin. To forget what it felt like when we were. We need to remember that. People walking around who feel like they own Jesus. Or that they have Jesus. 
are often the ones that frown down upon the work that Jesus is trying to do among the lowly, those that have found themselves at the bottom, and and they frown upon his work, and they murmur and they complain. And the question is, really, where are we in this story? You know, because we can see the kingdom now. Who are we in this story? Thinking on that can change things inside of us, and we realize how judgmental we can be, and how often we can mess up what God's trying to do in someone's life by allowing judgments into our minds, our hearts, and then allowing them out of our mouths. And I'm preaching to myself here. You know, I'm not preaching to anybody but myself. Jesus has come for us, and even while we were his enemies, he died for us. He died for us, and he rose again on that third day because he loves us, and he wanted to restore us and rescue us, and he did. But he also wants to do it for the same for every person, not just for you, but for every person that we see. Every person on this earth, every person he created, he wants to do the same for them. So Lord, we just come before you today and we just thank you for this word and this, what looks like a simple children's story, Lord, but it's a story that we greatly need, that we need to put into our hearts and to remember and to come alongside our brothers and sisters and and even some t- so many times we're like Zacchaeus where we're taking advantage and trying to gain from our brothers and sisters. But you don't want us to do that, but you also don't want us to be judgmental of what God is doing and what Jesus is doing and each of our lives and in our neighbor's life. God, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be faithful to your word, to be faithful to you, to be faithful for your call to be rescuers and restorers in your kingdom, God. Help us to be more concerned with restoring the person that is in sin than we are to talk about the person that's in sin. I pray, God, you just help us all. Help me, God. I will give you the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.